0: On the first day of school, I was walking down the hallway when I suddenly bumped into a student. My (gasps) eyeglasses thus fell to the ground, revealing my two rare colored eyes. Your eyes. Your eyes are so weird. His loud voice drew everyone's attention to me. They curiously talked and took out their phones to take pictures of my eyes. Stop it! The flash made my already weak eyes feel extremely uncomfortable. In a heartbeat, I fled from there. Hi, I'm Amity, 16 years old. As soon as I was born, I had become the most popular kid in town because of my unique two-colored eyes. It's the result of inherited genes from my paternal side. Not only has it made my eyesight weaker than normal people, but my strange eyes have also drawn me unwanted attention. Some newspapers even contacted my family to write about my eyes. How annoying! I just want to have a normal life! After that event on my first day, I was once again the talk of the school. To avoid those scrutinizing eyes, I often had lunch on the school rooftop. One day, while I was biting my apple, suddenly a guy rushed over, grabbed my hand, and put it on his heart. What is this? It's so warm! Do you know which side is my heart? It's by your side. Weirdo! I threw the half-eaten apple straight at him. Unfortunately, the apple hit the bullseye, in this case, his eyes, causing him to fall on his back. Looking at his grimace of pain, I couldn't help but laugh. (laughs) Are you okay? He introduced himself as Tao, the richest and most famous person in my new school. After seeing me a few days ago, Tao fell in love and wanted to ask me out. Sorry, hard pass, I'm not in the mood for love then I turned around and left. In the days that followed, Tao still patiently approached me. He even used expensive gifts to flirt with me, but I turned him down each and every time. Once, when it was raining heavily and I was trying to run home, an expensive sports car suddenly drove close to me. It was Tao. Get in the car. I'll take you home. No, I can go by myself. Then he suddenly got out, covered me with his coat, and walked me home. It was weird, but also kind of romantic. While walking, we saw an injured feral cat lying on the side of the road. Immediately, Tao used the coat to grab the poor cat and hurried to find a nearby vet. Unfortunately, when we got there, it was already closed. What to do now? The cat is getting weak. His kindness and childlike worried face moved me greatly. I immediately suggested that he come to my house which was also nearby. <gasps> After bandaging the cat and giving it a warm place to sleep, Tao and I breathed a sigh of relief. We named it Lucky. He held the cat in his lap and promised to take care of it. He must like cats a lot, right? You looked very worried back then. Not really. It's just I find it lonely and pitiful like me. He shared with me that, after his mom died, his dad quickly married a new woman and stopped caring about him. He felt so lonely and neglected, he always acted cheerful and carefree to hide the emptiness in his heart. Me too. Everyone only cares about my eyes, but nobody cares how I feel. Then, just as I finished my sentence, Tao leaned closer, and this time, I returned his kiss. After that day, I developed a special affection for Tao. We officially became a couple soon after. The girl with two eye colors and the richest guy in school quickly became a hot topic. Only this time, I was no longer afraid because I had Tao. However, our personalities were quite different. Tao often took me to his friends' parties but since I was the low-key type, I couldn't fit in. I wanted to tell Tao but I was too shy to say it. Once when he was throwing a house party, I hid in a corner. Because I was bored, I went to explore the photos around the house by myself. When I was looking at Leviton's Golden Autumn, a new guy with gray hair and cold eyes suddenly showed up. Hmm. What do you see in it? Nothing. I'm just trying to find the price tag. He laughed and suddenly (laughs) approached me and looked deeply into my eyes. Why would an interesting girl like this fall for that dumbass towel? In that moment, Tao suddenly appeared. He rushed to grab the other guy's collar. Stay away from my girlfriend, you good-for-nothing brother. Brother? It turned out that it was Milo, Tao's stepbrother, and also the person he hated the most. When I was still in shock, Tao pulled me out of there. The two of them looked so tense, but it wasn't the worst encounter yet. Once when Tao took me to his family restaurant, waiting for me at the table were his parents and… Milo. Why didn't you tell me about this in advance? What? It's not that big of a deal? And Tao just pulled my hand to the table. Dinner was awkward. His parents were also curious about my eyes, and my boyfriend kept being too intimate to me, which made me extremely embarrassed. Although it was uncomfortable, I kept quiet once again. Fortunately, the plan of Milo's upcoming weekend hike drew everyone's attention away from me. When Tao's dad asked me to join them, Milo smirked. Don't go there. You'll have to witness your boyfriend's stupidity. Hearing that, Tao immediately threw the whole tree of food at his brother. Dare to say that again? I bet you'll pass out by the time I reach the top of the mountain. They kept arguing until their parents had to stop them long after that, the hiking session took place. During the whole trip, Tao and Milo were constantly bickering at each other. Sometimes they competed to carry my bag. Sometimes they tried to climb faster to take the lead. Jeez, so childish. While we were setting up our tents for the night, Tao and Milo tried to compete again to see who could set up the tent faster. Seeing Milo take the lead, Tao immediately lost his temper and turned to me. Give me that stupid rod. He pulled the rod so fast that it swung swiftly and cut my hand. Because of you, I lost to that brat. Tao angrily told me and then left. What the hell? I should have been the one who's angry. So I gave him the silent treatment for the whole day. At night when I was about to go to bed, Milo suddenly appeared in front of my tent. He shyly handed me a first aid box. Is your wound okay? yeah i'm fine don't be careless if not carefully treated it might become infected milo said and helped me bandage the wound he looked so caring unlike his usual cold and cheeky appearance don't bury your emotions and opinions like that if you feel uncomfortable just say it or find someone who understands you like me then milo suddenly kissed me i immediately pushed him away what are you doing Amity, I like you. I can treat you better than him. Stop it! Aren't you just trying to flirt with me to win over your brother? I furiously went into my tent. The next morning, I went home immediately. Days later, Tao tried to contact me to apologize, but I didn't answer the phone. He seemed very sad and desperate, but the truth is, I avoided him because I felt guilty after what I did with Milo. It felt like I had involuntarily cheated on my boyfriend. After thinking it through, I decided to tell Tao everything. Unfortunately, he wasn't at home. When I was about to leave, Lucky the cat Tao and I once saved suddenly came out. I happily cuddled it. Oh, Lucky! You look better now? At that moment, Tao's mom passed by. Lucky? No, she's Alexa. My family has raised her for six years. What?! She was just discharged from the hospital. Tao was so careless. He watched Alexa for one day and she turned sick immediately. (gasps) I was surprised by what Tao's mom said. Did Tao deceive me? No way, I gotta know the truth. One day, I sneaked into Tao's tennis field to investigate. When I got there, I was surprised to see that he was laughing and joking with his friends. He didn't seem sad without me at all. Are you still hanging out with that chick with two eye colors? Yep, she's a special piece of jewelry to complement my princey beauty. Thanks to her, I got so much more popular. Looks like Milo is into her too. All the more reason I gotta have her to flaunt over that brat. <laughs> Unbelievable! Tao saw me like a decoration. He didn't love me and just wanted to take advantage of me. I was ready to beat that jerk up. But suddenly, someone beat me to it and punched him in the face. Ah! It was Milo! Before leaving with Milo, I also took a tennis racket and hit a ball directly at towel. This one is for Alexa! Don't ever drag your cat into your dirty affair! After reaching a quiet place, Milo and I talked together. He suddenly took out the sunglasses that I had dropped on the first day of school. Emity, I honestly like you, and I think your eyes are beautiful. I hope you will have more confidence in yourself. I see. If you say so. From now on, I will live true to my heart. Having said that, I closed my eyes and placed a kiss on Milo's lips. Ugh.
1: Another day in this insufferable place. It's lunchtime, and I'm sitting alone at my usual spot in the cafeteria. The buzzing noise of other students fills the air like an obnoxious soundtrack. Great. I take a bite of my mediocre lunch, trying to ignore the stairs. You see, I have these, well, crazy eyes. They change color and pattern depending on my emotions, making me a walking mood ring. I guess I'm like a living meme. The mockery of the century. Suddenly, my best friend, Hanako, slides into the seat across from me. This overly enthusiastic girl's the only one who can tolerate my sarcasm. And, well, my eyes. Jamie, did you see the new meme about the Doge to the Moon thing? It's hilarious. I roll my eyes. If only they could send me to the moon and away from all this drama. Wow, Hanako. Such meme. Much originality. She giggles and shows me the meme on her phone. I'll admit it's pretty funny, but I'd rather not give her the satisfaction. No, With your crazy eyes, you could become a meme too. Just think about it. My eyes flicker to a neon green with a lightning bolt pattern. Really, Hanako? As if I need more attention. Oh, I can see it now. Crazy eyes, Kazumi. The internet sensation who puts all other memes to shame. Suddenly, a paper ball hits the side of my head. I glance up to see Yuji smirking from a nearby table. Yuji. The popular guy who loves to make my life miserable.
2: Hey, crazy eyes! Wanna show us some of your tricks?
1: His friends laugh, and my eyes narrow, turning a fiery red with smoke patterns. I clench my fists, trying to hold back my anger. Just ignore them, Kazumi. They're not worth your time. Hanako reaches across the table, giving my hand a reassuring squeeze. Don't let them get to you, Kazumi. You're way cooler than them. (sighs) Thanks, Hanako, but sometimes I just wish I was normal. She looks at me with sympathy. I appreciate her concern, but I can't help feeling like a burden. Later, as I walk through the school hallways, I can't shake off the feeling that I'm being watched. I pause, glancing around. Suddenly, I spot a flashy girl with a camera in her hand, quickly snapping a picture of me. Hey, crazy eyes! You're gonna be famous soon. I frown, watching her hurry off. Why can't I just be left alone? Great. Another wannabe paparazzo. Can't wait for my inevitable rise to fame. When I reach my locker, I find a note taped to it. Meet me on the rooftop after school. I have something important to tell you. Oh, how original. A Rooftop rendezvous. I can't wait to find out who my secret admirer is. My eyes shift to a deep blue with question mark patterns. I can't help but feel a mix of curiosity and annoyance. Just who could this mysterious note-leaver be? Might as well find out. If nothing else, it'll be a good laugh. The school day drags on, each class more tedious than the last. I can hardly wait for the final bell to ring. As it does, I quickly gather my things and head for the rooftop. The anticipation is killing me, or maybe it's just indigestion from the cafeteria food. As I open the rooftop door, I'm greeted by a gentle breeze, and the sight of Yuto, the quiet guy, who's always been somewhat of an enigma to me. My eyes shift to a pale pink with swirls, signaling my surprise and confusion.
2: Hey, Kazumi, I've been waiting for you.
1: Really? You're the one who left the note? What's the catch?
2: (laughs) No catch. I just wanted to talk to you about your eyes.
1: I cross my arms, not entirely convinced by his
2: friendly demeanor.
1: What about them? Are you here to make fun of me, too?
2: No, not at all. Actually, I wanted to tell you that I think they're amazing.
1: My eyes widen, turning a bright yellow with star patterns. This was unexpected. Wait, you're serious?
2: You don't think they're freakish? No way! I think your eyes make you unique and special, and I'm not the only one. There's a whole online community who would love to see them. What? Like some kind of crazy eye fetish group? (laughs) No, no. It's a group of people who celebrate unique abilities. Like yours. I think you'd fit right in. I can't help but crack a small smile.
1: Maybe Yuto isn't as bad as I thought. But a part of me is still skeptical. So what? I just start posting
2: pictures of my eyes online and suddenly I'm a star? Why not? You never know what could happen. Embrace your unique ability and show the world what you've got. I look out over the school grounds
1: thinking about his words could i really turn my so-called curse into something positive the thought is both terrifying and exhilarating maybe it's time to stop hiding in the shadows let's see if the world is ready for crazy eyes kazumi with a newfound sense of determination i look back at yuto all right i'll give it a shot but if i become a meme it's on you we both laugh as we walk back into the school building My eyes now a kaleidoscope of colors, reflecting my whirlwind of emotions. Little did I know, my life was about to take an unexpected turn. Over the next few weeks, Yuto helps me set up an online presence. We create profiles on various social media platforms, and start posting pictures and videos of my eyes in action. It's a strange experience, but also kind of fun. Who knew there were so many hashtags for unique eyes? Slowly but surely, I start to gain followers. People are fascinated by my eyes, leaving comments ranging from amazing to are they even real? Wow, it's like I've discovered a whole new world of validation. My self-esteem has never been higher. Yuto just laughs and continues to encourage me. He's always there, helping me come up with new ideas and cheering me on. I have to admit, it's nice to have someone in my corner. One day, as we're scrolling through my latest posts, I notice a message from a talent agency. They want to represent me. And helped me turn my unique eyes into a brand. My eyes flashed to a vibrant purple with exclamation points, reflecting my shock and excitement. Is this for real? They want me to become a model or something?
2: Told you your eyes were amazing. This is just the beginning, Kazumi. The world is gonna love you.
1: As much as I want to maintain my sarcastic facade, I can't help but feel a surge of happiness. Maybe my eyes really can bring something positive to my life. Well i guess it's time to take the world by storm one crazy-eyed selfie at a time together yuto and i dive headfirst into the world of modeling endorsements and even a tv appearance or two it's surreal and chaotic but also incredibly exciting my life has become a whirlwind of photo shoots interviews and autographs it's like i'm living in some kind of bizarre alternate reality i went from being the outcast to the star attraction through it all yuto remains by my side offering support and guidance our friendship grows stronger and i find myself wondering if there might be something more between us (sighs) love and fame it's like a cliched drama waiting to happen but as my fame continues to rise so does the pressure i struggle to balance school my personal life and my newfound career the constant attention and scrutiny wear on me and i begin to feel trapped i wanted to be accepted for my crazy eyes but now it feels like they're all anyone sees. Is this really what I wanted? As I sit on the rooftop, reflecting on the whirlwind my life has become, Yuto finds me, a concerned look on his face.
2: Kazumi, are you okay? You've been really quiet lately.
1: I look at him. My eyes are stormy gray with raindrop patterns, revealing my inner turmoil. I don't know, Yuto. I thought fame would make me happy, but it just feels... Overwhelming. He sits down beside me, offering a comforting presence.
2: It's okay to feel overwhelmed. You've been through a lot. Just remember, you're more than just your crazy eyes. You're Kazumi, and that's what really matters.
1: As his words sink in, my eyes slowly shift to a soft blue with a gentle wave pattern. Maybe there's more to me than just my eyes, and it's time to find out who I really am, beyond the fame and the memes.
3: Hi, my name is Agatha. And I want to tell you the story of how my father tried to get me into the military academy. But before I start, please subscribe to the channel and like my videos. It all started on that day, when Rob and I were playing Mario Kart at my house. As it always happens, we completely forgot about time. What time is it? I asked worriedly. Two o'clock, why? Oh crap, you have to go now. We had, by my count, about 10 minutes. Unless, of course, Dad decided to stop at the store to get his favorite muffins. Before we could get our heads together, we heard the front door creak. Honey, I'm home. There was a look of horror on my face. Rob didn't understand anything and was about to say something, but I put my index finger to his lips. Hey! I yelled back at my dad. You're early today! I heard him turn on the TV. I whispered, leave, but be quiet what happened rob also asked in a whisper my dad hates all my boyfriends he's also a retired officer and has guns the kid got worried all your boyfriends how many of them did you have if you're so interested not many you'd better worry about my dad not making a sieve out of you he's got a real temper okay rob reluctantly agreed i left the room and quickly made my way down the stairs. I walked up to my dad and put my arm around his shoulders. How was school? He asked, not looking away from the screen. Rob, meanwhile, was still upstairs. What an idiot! To give the boy a sign, I said loudly, Okay, just hope someone comes downstairs. What? Dad turned around and stared at me like I was crazy. I mean, the exams, I should study more. Oh, that's right. I turned my head and saw Rob walking slowly down the stairs. Can you go any slower? I thought to myself. My father was about to turn to me, but I exclaimed in time. What a kick! Nothing special. They're playing like a bunch of monkeys today. There was a rumbling sound behind me. Rob stumbled and tumbled down the stairs. I screamed. My father jumped up from his chair and quickly grabbed the bat that was always in the corner of the room. That's when Rob got really scared and realized he had to get out of the room as quickly as possible. He jumped up from the floor and ran out of the house. Dad rushed after him. Stop, you miserable thief. I, not wanting to be the reason Rob ends up in the hospital, yelled out to my father. Wait, he's not a thief. It's Rob. Dad stopped and looked at me. Even though he was silent, i knew exactly what he was thinking that night i got to hear it all i told you not to bring guys here in fact you're not allowed to have a boyfriend they stick to you like flies it's not good and all that kind of stuff then dad added if i ever see you with a boy again i'll send you to military school what i was really surprised to put it mildly yeah you're a loose cannon You need discipline, and I think I've been too easy on you. But that's ridiculous. Mom wouldn't let that happen. You leave your mother out of this. Dad went back to the TV. I slammed the door and hid in my room. That's just great. I complained loudly. Now I feel like I'm in prison. I needed someone to talk to right away. So I texted Sam. SOS, help me out. A minute later, I got a reply. What's up? I'm on a date. That's amazing, I exclaimed. There are dates and boys all around me, and I need to stay away from it. It was real torture. The next day at school, I grabbed Sam's hand and took her to the bathroom. Ow, that hurt. My friend was angry, but she obediently followed me. When we went to the bathroom, I checked to see if anyone was in there. It was empty. Then I said, Actually, I needed your help yesterday. I wanted to respond, but Kevin… I don't want to hear anything. My life is a nightmare. What's wrong? Nothing. Except that yesterday, my dad almost beat Rob with a bat. He also told me not to go out with boys or he'll send me to the military academy. Wow. Yeah, that's right. I can't give up boys, but I'm not much of a soldier either. They'll cut my hair off. I can't handle that. What are you going to do? Actually, I wanted to ask you. I needed some good advice. Sam thought for a few minutes and then she exclaimed, Bingo! I've got it! Sam's plan was pretty simple. I needed to bring back my musical past. I used to play the piano and now I need to pretend to give lessons. Instead, I would be able to go on dates. Without causing much suspicion from my father. Not bad. Except, I'm not that good at piano. You don't have to play. Just say you were asked to help. My father fell for my story when I told him about my plans. It's a good idea, he said in his usual mentor voice. Maybe you should keep practicing because you quit so abruptly and you might make a little extra money. It's a start. I was very happy. Now it was necessary to make a schedule and assign a specific time to each guy. Adam would take Wednesday, after 4. That's about the time he gets off practice. And we could go to the movies. I scheduled Andrew for Friday, 5 o'clock. He promised to take me bowling. And even though I couldn't play, it should be fun. That leaves Liam. I saved Sunday for him. My only day off. We don't do anything special with Liam. Just hang around town or sit in front of a store and make up funny nicknames for people. Usually the lesson lasted an hour, but I told my dad that I managed to get the slowest students together. And they needed more time so I could stay for like three hours. I mean, have you ever seen a movie that lasts an hour? And then there's travel time and hugging. I'd have to multitask. Now it's time to tell you how it was put into practice and what happened in the end. On Wednesday, I prepared in advance. I gathered all my old music notebooks and came up with a cover-up story. What do you have today? My father asked me as I came down the stairs carrying my music books under my arm and trying to cram them into my backpack as I passed him. There's a girl from China. They just arrived and her mother wants her to take some music lessons. Hmm, well, good luck with that. I kissed my dad on the forehead and went over to Kim's. I mean, to Adam. We were supposed to meet at the box office in the movie theater. I had to carry my backpack everywhere but it wasn't such a high price to pay for trying to somehow avoid military school and another fight with my dad. The no dating option seemed absurd to me, and I didn't even consider it. We only live once, you know. I was a little late. Adam muttered something to himself, but I safely ignored his frustration. A respectable girl is never on time. Who told you that? I read it somewhere. The movie was lousy. Adam kept trying to make jokes, and he wasn't very good at it. We kept getting shushed and we were asked to behave. About halfway through the movie, I said I had to go out for a minute. Okay, Adam said. I walked out of the theater and went home. The next day, Sam asked, How was it? It could have been worse. We could have been forced out of there. Okay, first time didn't go very well. On Friday, Andrew and I went bowling. Of course, to my father, Andrew wasn't Andrew. And Pauline was another lost soul who wanted to learn how to play Mozart and Beethoven. Bowling turned out to be even worse than the movies. I couldn't do it at all, which made me angry. And Andrew kept saying, I don't understand. It's so easy. You pick it up and drop it. He decided to show me how to do it and got a strike. See? It's easy. Well, if that's the case, we're not going to make it. I hate bowling in general. It's an old man's game. I took my backpack and ran. I was getting desperate. There was still Liam, but he and I were more like friends. All our communication was limited to trolling random passersby. But on Saturday, the day before we were supposed to meet, the guy texted. I have an idea. It's a surprise. I was in anticipation of either a grandiose disaster or something really interesting. Turns out, Liam had bought two tickets to the Dolphinarium. I didn't know we had such a place. I was surprised. Yeah, we have a lot of interesting places in town. The show was amazing. The Dolphins did all kinds of tricks. Jumped through hoops, juggled balls. It was much more interesting than that dull drama that Adam took me to. And bowling, Andrew's stupid initiative. I didn't notice how or when, but Liam took my hand. I looked at him and blushed slightly. That day confirmed one fundamental truth. Sooner or later, quantity converts to quality. All I had to do was survive two disappointing dates. But even now, we couldn't resist and began to observe people in the crowd and make up amusing stories about them. Look! I pointed to a man in tight white pants with lush hair. Former jockey. Yeah, got hurt when he fell off a horse. Lives with his mother now and go shopping in his old minivan. That was a good one, so it was Liam's turn. Over there, see? He's like, he's got a menacing face, like he's ready to pounce. And that's when I saw my father. He was looking right at us and he didn't look happy. It's time to get out of here. On the way, I explained to Liam what happened. Weird, he summed up. Yeah, I'm afraid to imagine what's waiting for me at home. But I couldn't figure it out, what my father was doing at the Dolphinarium. I expected anything, shouting, accusations of lies, threats. But when I entered the house, my father didn't say a word. The next day, he calmly announced that he had submitted my papers to military school. My worst nightmare was coming true. No amount of tears or persuasion had any effect on Dad. I locked myself in my room and didn't want to leave. Suddenly, out of the blue, someone came to the rescue. Liam texted me. Look, I think I have a solution to your problem. I sneaked out of the house and went to the place Liam had picked. He, without any greeting, said, It's a strange coincidence. I never told you about my father, but he's the director of the military school, the one where your dad wants to send you. A glimmer of hope. I spoke to him, and he said he would help you. How? I don't know. But don't worry. My father will think of something. A week later, a letter came from the academy, and much to my delight, I got a rejection. My father was shocked. He even wanted to fight with the management. But after a while, he cooled off. I told him more about Liam. I explained that it wasn't a fling, and my dad decided he'd give us a chance. So I didn't get into the military academy. That's a good thing. I would have been the worst student in the history of the institution. Have you ever been able to get out of a bad situation? Tell me about it in the comments.
1: Spring, is that you? Warmer temps mean new Albert styles. Meet the Superlight Collection, the lightest ever shoes from Allbirds, now in fresh colors. These must-have travel shoes have a lighter-than-air feel and barely their fit that made them the most packable shoes ever. That means more comfort and less baggage.